Welcome to Growing Women of Faith podcast. I am Rochelle Morlock. And I am Sherry Konzak. Growing Women of Faith podcast was created for women to have a place where they can share how God is growing them and using them. Our hope is that we can be an encouragement to all women of all walks of life. We hope you enjoy and don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. This week, Sherry got to sit down with Karen Klongdruma-Droke. Karen is a former Thai actress and model. Her most famous roles were from Dangerous Years and Devil Run. She shares about going from worldly fame to finding true fame in Christ. We hope that you enjoy. Today, I have the pleasure of you guys meeting a good friend of mine named Karen. And Karen lives in Chiang Mai, Thailand, along with me. We go to the same church. And I just have to tell you, because we have to tell this story. <laughs> but um, it, I just, I honestly do wish you guys were here. Karen has the most beautiful smile. She sings like an angel. <laughs> I mean, she is just gorgeous. And just her bubbly personality just lights up any room. Aww, so that's yours. <laughs> and I remember, I remember um, when I started going to the going to Abundant Grace Church here in Chiang Mai, and I saw Karen, and all I could just like it was hard to worship sometimes because I'm like, she is so beautiful, and I'm like, I love her voice. I was like, you know, it's kind of like stalkerish, but not. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so I was thinking, I was like, I want to be her friend, but at first, you know, like. In Thai culture, like a lot of Asian cultures, you're kind of shy. So my shyness did come out at that point. It took me a little bit because as many of you guys know, I'm not that shy. <laughs> I have to get out of my bubble. <laughs> but anyway, so I went up to her one day and I was like, can I be your friend? Can we do coffee? And that's kind of how our friendship yeah. started. Yeah, and it was awesome. And, and I'm really, really glad you did that because I think as an Asian, I would have had the courage to go up <laughs> any. So, so I'm glad you did come to me. <laughs> and it was, it, I do remember because Pastor, um, Pastor Salila was saying that, like, you you know, Asian culture and Thais, they're very, like, shy and they don't want to, they, they, like, they want to be your friend, but they don't want to come up to you. Right. And I'm thinking, okay, and then I'm thinking, okay, my American side has to come out right now. So <laughs> I'm, like, switch over <laughs> to my American side. And I'm like, I'm going to go for it and do it. And that's kind of how I've been making friends. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. I've just been stocking them in bathrooms and everything. That's pretty funny. I should have I should have Liza do a podcast. Yeah, she can tell that story what she bought. Love you, girl. But anyway, I just I'm just so happy you get to hear from Karen today. She's just beautiful and in every way in her yeah, I hope you just enjoy. And her and her husband actually started a ministry called Forward Love. They co-founded it, and it's a ministry to do with for young people to do with the arts and um, things. And it's just a beautiful ministry. I love it because it's so important. God's given us all gifts and talents, and we need to we need to find a way to an outlet to use that and to just expand on that, you know, and not not feel like oh, just because we have something that we have to keep it in. But God God gave us those, so He wants us to use that. So. I'm so excited about your ministry, and I'm so excited that you're here today, and I love you. 
but I'm going to have Karen share a little bit about like her introduction and then just go on to her message. So. So thank you. Thank you, Sherry, for inviting me today. It's really an honor and a privilege to just come here today and just like share. Yeah, about the ministry, um, the Forward Love Ministry. So we co-founded with like another family and, and it's been great because we really have this heart to minister to young people and we call them like from teens all the way to young adults because sometimes young adults also have like um like heart like dreams in their mm -hmm. in their hearts True. you know things that god has put inside of them but maybe they just didn't have like um like an opportunity to release that potential that they have so what we do is that we have workshops for them um in any side like any creative art side so it can be drama it can be singing it can be like painting it can be like uh, cartoon sketching anything that has to do with like creative arts <laughs> <laughs> and we just do like workshops and it's all provided for free from like 13 to 30. um yeah and so that's what kind of what we've been doing just because we see that especially up here in the north of thailand churches are a bit more traditional and a lot of young people that have these creative arts like potential they get stunted it seems mm -hmm. like they get stunted by the church like because they're like oh yeah but um, how can you serve God in this area? Right. And so we just want to like encourage them that, you know, that potential that they have inside of them, God puts it there for a reason, <laughs> you know, and, and, and it's true. Yeah. And so we try to encourage them to tell them that, Hey, you know, you can use that to serve God too. You know, it doesn't mean that like you just leave it aside and go do something else, go to like Bible school or like become a pastor or because I mean, all, those things are all good, but it's also knowing your calling. True. Yeah. True. So that's so that's the heart of the ministry. Yeah. <laughs> and one more thing I want yeah. Karen to share with you because I think it's so awesome. As a young as a young teenager, <laughs> she used to be in Thai movies. She used to be a movie star. So I just love that about her. So do share some of that because it's okay. so cool. <laughs> well. It also started <laughs> when, okay, I'm half Thai Italian, so actually I was born in Italy, and I came to Thailand when we were six, when I was six years old, and then I remember like my sister's um, international school had like a, like a fun fair, every year they have fun fairs, but uh, like, yeah, and anybody's free to come and everything like that, so we were going uh, as a family, we were just walking around, and this person just stops me, and he's like, oh, wait. Um, I'm from a modeling agency. Can I just take a picture? Like, you know, we want to keep your profile, like in case we have like some um, commercials or like modeling jobs. And and we're like, okay, sure. <laughs> and I was only six and I was like, yeah, okay, you know, whatever. Right. <laughs> and, and so like um, they took a picture of me and then afterwards they started contacting me. So it was like modeling for like kids clothes then you had like commercials for like all like kid snacks and like milk and all that you know and then as i grew up like i i just continued to do more like advertising until a movie producer spotted one of the ads i did and he and he was like oh okay I, you know i want her to come under like the the company at that time it was like five star company movie company and yeah so after that i just started starring in roles like you know in movies and series yeah all the way until I was probably 18. <laughs> so 
at 18, I sort of stopped because it was my last year of high school. Right. And I, I was going to graduate. And, and at that time, I was so, like, fixed on going to, like, you know, I'm going to go study biomedical science. <laughs> so, which has nothing to do with what I'm doing right now. <laughs> but I'm so glad I did it. <laughs> God had a different plan. <laughs> yes. But at that time, I was like, no, I'm going to be a children's doctor. <laughs> so, That's awesome. And then they're really strict about absences, and they're like, you know, uh, if you're in university, like you you miss this much classes for whatever reason, you lose your credits. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> but but it was. I'm glad I did that actually because I really wanted to stop in a way. And God just, yeah, you know how we always kid about whenever we have like lunch or coffee that like we're so non-confrontational, <laughs> right? <laughs> we we so, always say yeah, that. Yes, we do. Yeah, <laughs> so she came to 
Milan and they had this whole like youth meeting and and I went there you know with like a couple of friends from church and I remember like that that one night they were just praying and you know and and they were praying for Italy and like you know how they wanted to reach um the the people of Italy and stuff like that and I remember like all of a sudden I was praying for Italy but the pictures I kept seeing that God was showing me was Thailand and and the whole word wow. like the word Thailand just came really like you know really really strong in my heart and I was like no I'm not supposed to be here I'm just wasting my time I was like my calling is in Thailand right <laughs> so I remember like going back from this meeting and I was just like a whole shift you know and I was like calling my parents I'm like I don't think I'm staying here anymore I'm like coming back they're like yes <laughs> yeah at first they were kind of like what <laughs> you know it was like you just went there and now you're like telling us you want to come back but it was amazing because i just saw god's hand like just just make everything the transition back here just so smooth mm -hmm. because um because i left that the university i was studying in right um one year and and then so i went to italy i came back and i wanted to stay in that same university and i was like so i wrote a letter to the dean and uh, they're like, at first, everybody's like, yeah, you have to start all over again from year one. And I'm like, it's okay, you know, I'll do whatever. But but I just, you know, wrote the letter and I was just, before I sent it, I remember I prayed, I'm like, Lord, I thank you that, you, you know, your favor is upon this letter and, you know, and I sent it and, and she wrote back and she was like, oh yeah, yeah, you can just start off wherever you left from. And I just saw that as like, you know, God just really like, you know, making a way, opening doors as in, yeah, this is where you're supposed to be. So this is the way like you're supposed to be in. <laughs> so, and then after that, I, I got involved with CBN. Um, I came, there was another summer that I did like a non-credit um, internship. So I didn't get credits from university, but it was just my own thing that I wanted to do. And I came to Chiang Mai, Thailand. And um, I remember coming up here and I, I just fell in love with Chiang Mai. And I think Sherry can testify because that it's beautiful. It is. It's so beautiful. <laughs> and I just felt like, God, like, you know, like this desire to just be here and, you know, and just live here. But I didn't know where that was going to, what was going to happen. But but I just remember saying like, you know what, once I finish university, I really want to live here. And, and God just, you know, opened doors again, you know, like, for, so from that internship that summer with the CBN, which is like the Christian Broadcasting Network. Um, yeah, they have an office here in Chiang Mai. And after that, like after that three months, I just, I was like, you know, this is where God is calling me, you know, from, from being like on TV now, I feel like led to be more like on, on the backstage, but I still did host a children's show and everything like that. But I just felt like now I was actually doing it for a reason. It wasn't just acting like nonsensical <laughs> like right, right. dramas and series but it would it just felt like it had more of a purpose right, right yeah and so that's how I started working with CBN and then I started working there for like another 10 years and um and then later I had Naomi <laughs> my little daughter and and so I kind of took a step back and then just wanted to raise her by myself so yeah <laughs> yeah, Naomi is precious. Let me just tell you, she is so cute. Her smile is like just like her mom's. Like, <laughs> oh, thank you. 
<laughs> You'll get to see in the picture she sends on the podcast. <laughs> So full of life. <laughs> he is. He is. <laughs> Very energetic. So today I just wanted to share like uh, a little um, event that happened in my life <laughs> that I I really believe God has really put this in my heart to share with you. And it's not like whatever I'm going to share about today is not to boast, but it's just to show the goodness of God. Because one of my favorite verses really is um, in Psalms where it says, taste and see that the Lord is. And, and really, it's so beautiful because, you know, you never really, really see how God is so good until you actually, like, experience it. Like, sometimes it's head knowledge. We, it, it almost becomes like a cliche when you say, yeah, God is good, God is good. But then if you sit down and really think about it, like, God is good. And how has he been good in my life? And and, and he will be good, you know? And, and and maybe right now you feel like I've never experienced that before, but I want you today to just like believe it. And even if it hasn't manifested, but hold on to that promise and say, God is good. And I will see the goodness of God in my life. And I can assure you that you will see the goodness of God in your life because he is such a good, good father. <laughs> so I wanted to share to you a little story about my wedding. Um, Back in 2011, <laughs> um, I was going to get married to my husband. I met my husband at CBN. He was the cameraman. I was the producer and host. And so we always joke that we met through the lens. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> I love it. And so so it was really, really fun. Like, uh, But at that time, I remember like we went through a lot of opposition. Like, um, yeah. But it was beautiful the way, like, God just um, smoothed it out. So today I just want to share to you a little story about what happened in my wedding. It was uh, back in 2011. So I met my husband um, at CBN. He was the cameraman. I was the host and also the producer. And so we joked that we met through the lens. <laughs> and, um, and, yeah, and back then uh, I remember that when we decided to get married, like our parents decided, he went to ask my dad for my hand in marriage and everything, and everything was settled, but we still had a lot of people that thought, no, this is not a good thing, and it was just because of different belief system and all that. Not not, not, not belief system between me and my husband, <laughs> we're both Christians. <laughs> just but like, culturally. Yeah, culturally. <laughs> and so, um, yeah. So I remember I was going through a lot during that time because it was the people that were close to me that were saying like, yeah, I don't think he's the right one or like stuff like that. And and I was just like, no, I really feel a lot of peace about this. And, and you know, he, he's such a, like, after he got saved, he got saved at my church. And after he got saved, I remember like he was so like, vibrant about the gospel like he would meet people and literally go to them and he's like well i'm a christian you know what happened to my life and he was just like evangelizing to people and i'm like whoa that's awesome <laughs> and so you know how he had this beautiful passion and heart for god and we're working in the same ministry we have the same heart for ministry and i think that that was just you know amazing and beautiful and um yeah and so so we're we're so we're getting married we're doing everything sending out cards and everything and 
it's time to pick up the dress. <laughs> and as a girl, a dress is very, very, very important. <laughs> and in in Thailand, what people usually do is like they they um rent, but if you buy it, it's actually like the price is really really expensive. But because I'm also partly Italian, it's also Italian culture to keep the dress after <laughs> the wedding. You know? America so, too. <laughs> really? Okay. So that, yeah, very Western. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, not here. Like in, in Thailand, no. I don't know why they do that. But anyways. <clears throat> but yeah. So so I really wanted to find the perfect dress. And so we go out shopping. Like I go back to Bangkok and I ask my mom and my sister for help. And we go to um, Tong La Road, which is this really uh, big street on Sukhumvit area in Bangkok. And they have like tons of wedding shops all on that road. <laughs> and we arrived there and we're like, okay, where should we start? But there's this one big shop in the middle that as soon as you turn into the road and then you see it and then you're like, okay, no, we're going to avoid this one because this one, just by looking at the whole entrance and everything, it's like, yeah. <laughs> you like go broke just looking at it. You're yes. like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. Because it's like, it like, it had that reputation of being like super expensive. And so we're like, okay, no, 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 we're just not going to go in there. So we go like to one end of the road and then, and then we try on. And I, I literally tried like, a hundred dresses that day. It was so tiring. We spent like a whole day. <laughs> but I remember seeing the mirror and I was like, yeah, this is good, but it's not the one. <laughs> and, you know, I didn't want anything like special, but I just wanted something like, yes, I'm very traditional in that way. Like I like princessy dresses, <laughs> but not too poofy, but, right. but like it had to have some sort of like poofiness, you know? Right, right. <laughs> So I was like, okay, I'm looking, I'm looking, looking, trying, and, and okay, I had some in mind, but I was like, yeah, they're still not, these are like choice B, <laughs> I haven't found choice A yet. <laughs> so the last shot was that one, and, and I feel like God just telling me like, go in, Karen, and I was like, no, Lord, <laughs> no way. <laughs> There's no way that I'm going to go inside there. I just felt like strongly again, just go. And I'm like, no, even though I go and then I fall in love with a dress, and what am I going to do? I can't afford it, you know? <laughs> and, then, and so then I just heard, like, God, just, just go. I'm like, okay, <laughs> surrender. Yes, Lord. <laughs> All about the surrender. <laughs> yeah. So I go inside and then I, it's funny because I just go with this like, okay, I'm not going to find anything here, you know, but it was really cool because you, you know, when God just tells you to go, like, you're like, okay, go. So mm -hmm. I went and then, um, yeah. And so the, the manager guy comes out and he's like, okay, what kind of dress are you looking for? So I explained to him and he brings out this first dress and I put it on Sherry and I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I'm like, this is the one. <laughs> So the first dress at the shop that you were like, I am not going into yeah. because I will go broke. Yeah, that one. That's awesome. So I'm there like staring and I'm like falling in love with this dress and then thinking in my mind like, hmm, I wonder how much it will be. But I just really fell in love with it. And so like, so after I, you know, like uh, after I tried the dress, so I go back and then, um, they, they have a 
meeting area and then they come and talk to you and the manager is like okay so you like the dress and I'm like yes I love the dress and and then he was like you know I don't know there's something about you and so I'm just gonna give it to you for this price and it was a really really low price like way lower than what I had expected and way cheaper than all the other dresses and the other shops that we've looked at That's awesome. and it was beautiful Sherry because I, I thought it was just like oh this is so like like good 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 father you know of a daddy just like you know here it is your dress the dress of your dreams and you know and and because and it was beautiful also to see God's favor just working it wasn't because of anything but I just love the way I, I still remember his words he was just like there's something about you and that's something about you know I feel like it's God's favor it's the same favor that was on Joseph which is with all of us as children of God you know that favor is with us all and I remember like Joseph also right and in, in Joseph's story like it wasn't because of his leadership skills or anything but it says that Potiphar saw that God was with him <laughs> you know, and so you know, and, and and I think it's beautiful that we, as children of God, all have that His favor that surrounds us, and it's that something special about all of us as children of God. So another beautiful thing that He told me was like, okay, you know, so I'm giving you for this price, and you know, all the crystals that you see on the dress, I'm gonna change them, and I'm gonna put Swarovski crystals for you. And I thought that was just like amazing because. You know, if you talk about it naturally, who who would do that just for the sake of doing it? You're you're it's giving true. you know you're giving a dress for really cheap, and then you're also gonna take the time to take the crystals off to put Swarovski crystals. You know, only God could orchestrate something like this. You know, right. and I think that's beautiful that like you know God just yeah you know the God of my dreams and and God's like here present <laughs> and um. And yeah, and so that year also, because it was 2011, it was the year of the big flood in Chiang Mai. Like actually half of Thailand was underwater. And um, yeah, and Chiang Mai was really, really, really badly flooded. And the hotel that I was getting married in was near the Ping River. And which meant that like, it was on the lowest part of the city. And that whole area got flooded and i wanted a garden wedding so i was trying to look for <laughs> for like hotels that had gardens and the only one that had a like a nice big garden where you could actually hold a wedding was this one which happened to be in that area <laughs> and and near the ping river i mean it was beautiful it, it's a beautiful hotel but yeah but that year it got totally destroyed because um the water like you I remember like Chan Kwan Road where, where the hotel is, um, you had to go on paddle boats. Like people were like no cars could go, like everything was flooded. The hotel, like the garden that I wanted to get married in, like the river had like gone over it. So oh. <laughs> so it was completely damaged. <laughs> and I remember having very romantic meetings with with the manager, <laughs> like me and my husband and the manager, because like everything was candle lit because they had no electricity for like, a while. <laughs> they were prepping you. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember going in and we're like, yeah, talking over notes and like candlelight, you know. We're like, okay. <laughs> but you know, God is so good and God is so faithful because I remember talking and I, I was telling him, 
will the hotel be ready by then? Because <laughs> I remember it got flooded in October, and we were getting married in November. <laughs> and and then they're like, oh, yeah, we have to because there's um, one week before your wedding. We, we're having, there's another wedding. <laughs> I was like, thank you, Lord. <laughs> Test her on the first wedding. <laughs> another like big blessing you know because we thought like oh what are we gonna do you know we found the perfect spot but it's damaged but you know by our wedding everything was back to normal and it was just like the grass was beautiful again and everything so so it was really really good and then like the cherry on top I, I like to call it of the wedding was like towards the end um the way that me and my husband planned it, we said, okay, at the very end of the, the wedding, we're going to um, light up lanterns and then let them all go on the sky because we had a lot of, um, uh, how do you call it, relatives coming from Italy for mm -hmm. my wedding. So we wanted to have that, you know, that Chiang Mai traditional feel of it, you know. And it was also uh, near Laigatong. Laigatong is a festival in, in Thailand where a lot of people like just put like lanterns uh, up in the sky or sometimes in the water and for those of you who have seen Rapunzel it's just like that and <laughs> I, it's beautiful it is, it is beautiful. so beautiful <laughs> and I always say like yeah like the people who drew Rapunzel came to Chiang Mai <laughs> they, they got the that. idea from yeah. that <laughs> so so yeah so so we wanted to just end with that you know that was like our finale <laughs> but you know, God is just so good because at the very end, so me and my husband lit the last one, and as we were letting it go, and we literally had just let it go up in the sky, and then all of a sudden we hear this like boom, doom, 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 and then our photographer's like, Karen, hey, turn around, turn around, pose, and we're like, okay, posing, and then we're like, oh. what's going on? Yeah. And then all of a sudden we see these lights in the sky, and it, and they were fireworks, and. We were just like in shock for a while because we're like, okay, we're taking pictures. After the whole picture thing happened, we're like, okay, where did these fireworks come from? <laughs> and so we thought maybe our parents surprised us, but uh, no. And our parents thought we surprised the guests and we're like, no. And then none of our guests had surprised us. <laughs> so so we're like, where did they come from? But it, what happened was that, um, there was another wedding going on at a, there was like a French restaurant right across our, our um, uh, hotel and another wedding was going on there, but, and they, and the fireworks so was from them and from their side of the river. So meaning that when they shot the fireworks, it popped right above us. And that's the beauty of it because it was right at the very end. It was like our finale and you know, and people say, oh, it was just a coincidence, but no, because a coincidence would have been, it was, uh, they would have popped before, or they would have popped way after our, our wedding was done. But this was like, at the very end, as soon as we let the last lantern go, the timing, it was orchestrated only by God, because it was just like, right then and there, like right after that, the fireworks started going, and that was like, 
the grand finale of the whole wedding. And, and it was just like a, almost like a wedding gift. It was a wedding gift from our Abba Daddy, you know? And, and we just love that. And to this day, I just love telling this story because it just makes me think of, you know, how good our God is, how good our Abba Daddy is, and, and how amazing he is. And, and how he's so wonderful to his children. He, he didn't even withhold his own son, you know, because he loves us so much. So, you know, he, he just gives us, you know, everything, you know, he, and it's just so overwhelming. <laughs> and I love it because we can truly call him Abba Daddy. Um, I love it. One time I was reading and I, I remember reading something about like how people in Israel, like <clears throat> when they call their daddy, they call them Abba. And, and it's beautiful that, you know, when Jesus prayed, he said, Abba, Father. And it just shows like daddy. And, and, and we can call him daddy because we're, we're the children of God. We're called his children. And it's beautiful how can we can just go up to him. You know, sometimes we have this um, image that God is so far away. He's sitting on his throne. He's got He's so serious because he's got so many things on his mind. And like, and then like, yeah, he doesn't care about your wedding. You know, he has world problems to think of, you know. <laughs> but it's not true because in the Bible it says, you know, even your hair on your head is all numbered, you know. And I always like to say, like, even if my husband loves me, but I'm sure he'll never take the time to actually go through my head and cut my hair. <laughs> Any husbands do? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> just, just looking at every time I wash my hair and like, you know, if it falls, like some of it falls off, it's like, I'm not going to count that again. <laughs> but, but that's the awesomeness of our daddy God, you know, mm -hmm. of our Abba Father. All our hairs are numbered. He knows how many hairs we have on our heads. So, of course, he knows the desires of our heart and everything about us, you know. And he loves, I always say, he loves to surprise us. Just like, you know, for, for I think for those of you who have kids, I, I know that as a parent, you know, when you're thinking about your kid and you know about something that she, he or she likes and then you buy it for them. And then, you know, in your heart, you're just rejoicing at the scene that you're already picturing in your mind as you go home and you're like, hey, I got this for you. And they're like, so like, you know, happy about it, you know? And I think that's the way our Abba Daddy is like that mm -hmm. to us. You know, he just loves to see us just rejoicing and just like, you know, because he's such a good God, you know, and then we're like rejoicing in the good things that he has for us. And, you know, I just want to encourage all of you today that, you know, whatever happened to me, it can happen to you too, because you are his beloved daughters. He calls you beloved, <laughs> you know, and, and he loves you so much. And you have something special inside of you too, because his presence is with you wherever you go and his favor covers and surrounds you like a shield. And, you know, he is with you wherever you go, his presence, his favor, his joy, his peace, his goodness. And every day, just wake up knowing that you can call him Abba, which is not just father, but it's daddy. That's how close he wants to be with you. He wants to be like a daddy that, you know, is ready to pick you up whenever you're hurt. He's just you know, hugging you so tightly, um, you know, giving you a shoulder to cry on or, or just loving you, you know, and, and just thinking about you and knowing exactly how many hairs you have on your heads and everything about you, you know, and I think that's just a beautiful picture of our Abba Daddy's love.
I just love you no matter what. I just, I mean, I just love that you talked about the goodness of God and shared your testimony that you felt God was leading you through your wedding and stuff, because it really shows us that God cares about us. Even if you're feeling like God doesn't care, like Karen said, there's so many world problems that bigger, but he cares about us in the smallest little detail down to the wedding. And I love the fact that you went wedding or dress shopping. And you're like, I'm not going into that store. I'm not going into that store. And then God's like, go into that store. And that's where you find your dress. The first one you try on. And that the owner just, he just knew. It was like God was preparing that. And can you imagine if you didn't obey God and didn't listen? You'd probably be walking down the aisle in a dress that wasn't really what you. And then from that moment, everything just fell in place where where they took the other crystals and put, I can't even say the word, Swarovski crystals on it. Just even in the small little details, like that you wouldn't even think of, God sees it. And he always gives us above and beyond what we can ever ask or imagine or think. I mean, just for the time the fireworks and he's saying, this, this is going to work. This is like, this is my surprise to you. You know, thank you for, you know, obeying and just the goodness of God. Well, guys, it was a pleasure to hang out with you all today. I hope that we could be a little joy and a little hope and bring you a little laughter for your day. And don't forget to subscribe to Growing Women of Faith podcast so that you will get a notification every time we add a new episode.